Welcome to the Knives Out Minute Podcast. It's episode 101, where we're taking a look at minutes 140 to 140.59. I'm your host, Adil Kurji, and I'm joined this week and today by Eric Nash. Yeah, how you doing? Not bad. Uh, welcome to the show, Eric. Thank you, thank you for having me on, and actually, uh, thanks to good old uh, Darren, too. Yeah, for doing all of the work on setting this up and... All right, so first let's just uh, do a quick uh, recap of the minute, and then we'll go into the sort of details. Uh, we start um, mid-scene uh, in the hospital, uh, focused on Marta, but with um, Blanc on the phone saying the thrombies at the house along with a police escort. Uh, Marta and Blanc have a short conversation Um Essentially, Blanc says, you can give me all the details on the drive. Uh, we cut to an exterior shot of the the, the Norfolk roads. Um, Marta's driving, and we see her small um, hatchback uh, going uh, across um, the scenic countryside. We've got uh, really light lighting and um, some water. And then we cut to the car arriving. They have a short conversation uh, and enter the house. Well, yeah, I mean, Eric? I mean, just this minute, we have, you know, kind of these these things happening, these things being said between Blanc and Marta that are, are really clued in, you know, or clue us, clue us in to uh, some important stuff coming up. I, I think maybe the following week from now, you know. Well, the, the, the other people yeah. uh, uh, involved for that, that 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 set of minutes, they'll definitely uh, dig into that more. But you know, it's the it's the idea of the of the um, the stash. So this minute is actually ends with them uh, with her um, her in the car. Right. Still. Yeah. Yeah. You you did start off correctly with the. Yeah, I just yeah. I skipped. Yeah. So this through. minute actually doesn't have Meg yeah. in it, but nonetheless. No. It, uh, it sort of does because she's, but she's blocked by. Okay, um, yeah, Walt, sure, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, she is, she is there, but, but yeah, yeah, she's yeah. not. We don't have her talking, but nonetheless, I mean, it's 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 what yeah. Marta is saying to to Blanc about friends said it was stashed, you know. I mean, she, she, you know, yeah, and, and going over that and that and that you did this, you won't get away with it. That's very these two things from from that yeah. incident are being you know put back in our minds again are, are very important to what what we end up understanding as to, as to that ha- that really happened and this mis- this miscommunication yeah, miscommunication we also have earlier in the scene uh, in the previous scene the, the the first point of real tension between blank and marta blanc and marta i should say but yeah it it, it this definitely seems like a in fact this entire week is sort of uh reminder of clues sort of plot point regenerating for the audience um 
but yeah, so obviously in previous weeks we we uh, we saw the 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 stunning chase um, with, but like having Marta Blanc tell Marta that Ransom told him everything, but Marta's still so trustful that she's like, wait, I hope he didn't cover for me. Did he tell the real? Like she's like already trying to rush through to make sure that like she wants the truth to be out there. She wants to not have to deal with the subterfuge. So there's no hesitation. She's like, make sure this is like, I want to make sure this is what you're knowing. And it tells you, it reinforces this, like, this really integral part of her character. And it's what Blanc, Blanc like, keeps zeroing back in. Yeah, right? that's that's a really good point. Yeah, that she's, that, yeah, she's really, yeah, her character, that she is such a good person. Um, even Even though she will go to some lengths to do what uh, Thromby wanted her to do with, you know, of, of this lie that she does pull off without having to, to, uh, to uh, vomit. Um, you know, she amazingly was able to tell the truth, you know, to the point that she, that she knew that, that, that she could. Uh, but um, when, when Blanc ends his one line here, I don't want any more surprises. I mean, that is, that is, again, that's just another amazing setup. I think that you know oh i mean this is i mean there we are nowhere near the <laughs> end of of yeah all these turnabouts that happen these uh yeah i really like the dual role of that line uh because it's that but it's also again it's this like if if you look at his face he's yeah. cross with her He's not just a no. He's not just like I. I want like I, I just don't want any more surprises. He's like I. I. I'm cross with you. And up like throughout the movie, they've got like it's a, an integral relationship, right? They he he picks her. He trusts her. Um, you know he 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 clearly thinks she's a good person. And in this particular minute, you see him being like, oh, so like. That's how it is. Is the feeling you get in the um, in the hospital, and I, I really liked. I wanted to to, to highlight um, the change in lighting that occurs in the mm. hospital. Is it's flat, cold, clinical, when a lot of the other scenes are, including even you know uh, where she found Fran is dark, but when the light comes in, it's it's warm sun. So you've got this juxtaposition of the darkness, but this yellowy, warm light. And here, they're in this really bright place, but it's actually colder than even the like interrogation scenes early in the film, where where it's really bright, but there is a sense of warmth here. It's like really, really cold, and it makes her like the shots on Marta's face feel quite look quite flat. And I think it's doubled down by her, like, looking demurely downward and, like, embarrassedly being like, yeah, uh, uh, like, okay, I I would just want to, you know, this is over, people getting hurt, I've got to stop this, right? Like, I I just want, she's she's just wanting to outpour the truth, but she's really embarrassed and kind of disgusted with herself, and it's all, and he's like... Blanc it turns back and and is and similarly like looks quite sad's not quite the word right, right word but he he's just that that trust and warmth of their relationship is just like really killed for this scene and supported by the light yeah which I thought was really cool and then you know when they pull up at the end of her story right so so I also like the that they like skip the story yeah, right 
It's a nice trust of the audience moment. Um, but we have the same sort of cold aut autumnal light going through the window at her. Um, and then when they enter the house, it's the usual house lighting, which I just thought was a nice like way of continuing the feeling between the scenes. So she's still similarly lit up because we're lighting through the window on her face. Similar temperature, even though one was like fluorescent light. This is outside. So we get the feeling that this is a continuation of the same uh, conversation. I just thought that was really nice filmmaking. I, I suppose part of that is, is you know, this, this one exterior shot, you know, on the on the road, on the highway, what have you. It's, uh, you know, I, I think it is that cooler colors on the bottom half, but then on the top half there are the warmer colors i think you're talking about too it's it's uh it's it's a it's an interesting division i think that's occur that's occurring there yeah it's it's like that it, i think it it does that trend transition and of course like like i said like uh right at you know 52ish seconds right we we cut we cut from them entering the room to who they are seeing and it's walt and richard and the light coming through the the room behind them is sort of there's like the, the 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 standard external sort of bluish light in the main windows, but above that, there's these yellow windows that are are filtering the light, and so I think that's also doing that transition yeah. thing you mentioned, which is very cool. With 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 uh, with if you're if we want to talk about the um the the two uh, family members, you know, they're actually brothers in law, um, is kind of the thing that I yes. wanted, to, wanted to note. And there's this, you know, Richard is saying. Well, has she come to her senses? This question that's kind of more, you know, of the rhetorical nature, but, you know, Don John, or no, I'm sorry, that's Richard, Don Johnson, but Walt, uh, yeah. Michael Shannon, his character. Michael you know, Shannon. You know, he's not taking it rhetorically at all. <laughs> you know, she, he's, his response back is, well, she's standing right there. She can speak for herself. I don't think even into the next minute, you know, we, we still don't have uh, her talking yet to to uh to the family to, to either of them you know it's just it's just uh dismissed kind of uh you know i mean th that's essentially the very last second where where uh blanc is then just leading them you know come starting to come through between them i think is what ends up happening in the very next minute but uh, he, he's starting that transition or not not transition but that continuation that uh, uh marta isn't isn't really quite ready yet. You know, there's this one last little thing that happens next minute <laughs> that uh, that's going to happen that uh, is really going to turn this case on its head. Yeah, so I think it's also uh, indicative of um, how the family views yeah. the help. Um, but also, even Blanc does this, right? Like, this is a lot of people, because she's kind and soft-spoken and, you know, a smaller woman, they, they, they just people like yeah. speaking for her or around her not to her there's an right and it's interesting that blanc does the like the, to speak sort of seems to start speaking to them about the like he comes in this is ostensibly her saying i want right we go back to the conversation in the hospital and she's like i want to tell the family right uh and then they enter and there's two parts of the family and blanc's the one who says where's the rest of them because we we want to we want to gather everyone, and then you can do your thing. But I will, t I will still take charge. And obviously, part of that is because his job is to talk about what happened in the death. But like, there is this interesting. She's in the, and she's literally like, 
in the background has barely entered yeah. the house, and all of a sudden everyone's talking past and through her already. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I I think also like you said, these Richard and Waltz. Um, I think it's inter- what I really like about their relationship is they don't interact much in the film, but you immediately get the sense of how they interact. And it's just these little things, like like you said, it's not only that like Walt is, um, it's not only that like Walt is, is is sort of more of a straightforward thinker, we'll say, uh, and so he answers the rhetorical question. But he also is like kind of annoyed at Richard, and it seems like he's trying to get a dig in for the sake of it. That's at least I got the sense of that from from Michael Shannon, and so it's like okay, so. You know, I'm not surprised. He's the brother-in-law. He, you know, there's there's tensions all throughout the family, and I I thought it was a really nice way to maybe confirm what you probably suspect. Because again, they don't really interact that much in the film. But again, just nice touch on on the on the writing. I thought. Um, so um, I do have one oh, question yep. for you, which is um. How did you first encounter this film? Did you have a chance to see it at the cinema, or? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, I definitely uh, had a couple viewings. I think even at the at the, at the theater uh, way last year, <laughs> now uh, pre pre COVID. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, and I was I was very keen on it. I mean, you know, having you know, I was I'm I'm just a huge fan of uh, Star Wars, but uh, with Ryan Johnson having done the last Jedi and, and enjoying that as much as I did. I, and, and, and I even, you know, I definitely, uh, uh, went and saw, you know, I, 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 at some point I saw Looper and I think I've seen a couple of his others too, but, um, but I knew this, this would be, uh, yeah, something, something pretty interesting to see this, this kind of Agatha Christie, you know, who done it kind of, but, but very, you know, I, I wasn't quite ready for it to be as modern, as I think, as, as it turned out with all the stuff about, you know, cell phones and, and, uh, you know, uh, cur- cur- somewhat current, you know, politics, you know, stuff. Yeah. I mean, in, it, you know, which yeah. I, uh, I actually think is quite the flex, um, by Ryan Johnson who wrote it and directed it because it, um, I actually was surprised when we see earlier in the film, we cut to a scene with a couple laptops on a table, basically. And I was like, wait, what? Because I was, because it's, it, because everyone's like at a party and they're sort of rich people, there's, they're kind of in this bubble of timeless um, American opulence, right? Uh, and so it, it wasn't immediately clear until man, more minutes than I thought it would be how, um, where, when it was. And again, I think because it has so much of the cliches and the style of the like Agatha Christie style movies, uh, you you and they're obviously older. Um, you just um, your brain can easily go to oh, this must be take place in that. It also has the sort of color grading of um, you know a little extra grain, etc. I think it's it's really well done because when you do, if you do think it's an older time period. Uh, when you find out it's not a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which takes skill, I think. Um, so was there anything else you wanted to cover for um, this? It's sort of the transition minute? Yeah, I th- yeah, I think I think this minute, yeah, I'm, I feel pretty good with what we've talked about. Um, 
uh, you know, maybe the only other thing, you know, it's just more continuation, more of, of um, her driving him around, which I mean, I think, you know, I, I guess because he's an out of town visitor, you know, and, and he's he's uh, not bothered to get a rental or what have you. It's the, the police and have probably driven him, you know, some of some of the places he needed to go, you know, this the, the house, the Thornby house. But Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I never thought about that because um, he must have got to the geographic location somehow like did he take a bus or a plane and then the cops picked him up at the airport uh, yeah. yeah i I, I never even thought about how he's always in, in in he's in the driver's seat metaphorically but almost but never actually in the driver's seat yeah um, yeah yeah wow <laughs> that's good awesome uh so if people wanted to uh get a hold of the things you do or talk to you about what you've said uh, how would they do that? Yeah, uh, I mean, definitely uh, people can find uh, me personally, uh, like say on Twitter at Lucky Mustard. But uh, my sh- my shows are uh, two movie by minute shows, uh, which were which the first one was Watchmen. That's done and completed. We even also, besides doing it minute by minute, we even did the uh, at, right after we got done is when the uh, the HBO oh, cool. series came out. So we then did that episode by episode. Additionally through on our feed at the end um and almost famous men is currently ongoing we're well over halfway through that now and uh and uh that's probably all i'll mention this time i have i have one other show but i'll hold back on sounds good uh as for me uh you can reach me on at the omniarch on all of the things except twitch where i'm at the underscore omniarch that's t-h-e-o-m-n-i-a-r-c-h uh i host a craft beer and video games podcast called tanked up and a um nerd culture e podcast called geek out weekly that's w-e-a-k-l-y because we are too old and too uh broken by the internet to have strong gatekeeper feelings about anything but we still like our nerd stuff uh you can of course reach everyone at the show at knives out minute on twitter Uh, I think that does us for today. So I'm going to say thanks again, Eric, and goodbye. Goodbye.